You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. A lot to get to like normal. Hopefully, you guys' weekend was great. Social distancing, the norm now, spending a lot of time on the home front. So hopefully you guys are all doing well and having fun regardless whatever's going on in your life. A lot to get to on today's show. We're going to talk about our first bracket. We're going to break down over here over the next couple of weeks here on Locked On Cougars. It's going to be the greatest of all time BYU quarterback. We have 16 contenders on the bracket that I have created. We'll talk about that. The voting will begin tomorrow and we'll continue on until we have the number one BYU quarterback of all time as voted on by Locked On Cougars listeners. So it should be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. We'll also get to some transfer portal news. So two targets that BYU basketball could be in the mix for after they enter their names into the NCAA transfer portal in basketball over the weekend. So a lot to get to like normal on a Monday edition of the show. Today's show brought to you by our good friends over at Spavia and Sandy. We'll tell you what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. And with that rundown out of the way, let's get going. This is Locked On Cougars for March 23rd, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars with us here on Locked On Cougars. This show is available everywhere podcasts can be found, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play Store. So anywhere and everywhere a podcast can be listened to, you can find us. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button so you never miss an episode as we talk BYU sports with you guys each and every Every day. Uh, quarantine, I guess we'll call it, is continuing on here. The quarantine life, uh, a lot of people working from home, etc. I'm lucky enough that I'm able to actually get out of the house and do my jobs. I produce a radio show each and every day, DJ and PK in the morning on 97.5 FM and 1280 AM, The Zone here in Salt Lake City, Utah. But outside of that, I'm not covering a lot else. I'm really kind of homebound. Had a couple of press conferences I've attended via teleconference. A lot of you doing that from the work from home dynamic using Zoom or GoToMeeting or one of those other apps. So regardless of whatever you got going on in your life, I hope you guys are well. And thanks again for taking the time to check out this podcast. We're going to be with you guys each and every day as we keep talking BYU sports with you guys, keeping you up to date on everything going on in BYU sports news. Let's start off on the recruiting front or the grad transfer front, I guess I should say. BYU basketball amongst the 300 plus uh, Division One basketball programs and a bevy of players who have entered the NCAA transfer portal. Obviously, our targets for BYU is they try to chase a grad transfer to it appears in this recruiting class. One of them that I think should jump right to the top of the list potentially is a kid from UVU who just entered the NCAA transfer portal over the weekend. That is Isaiah White. He's a redshirt junior out of California, originally went to Slick and then uh, transferred to UVU to play for Mark Pope and his staff. A six foot seven, 205 pound swing man who can really score it and just fill up the stat sheet. Uh, White averaged 14.8 points points and 8.4 rebounds last year for UVU uh, without Mark Pope. So Mark Madsen was the coach there at UVU this past season and Isaiah White who actually entered the NCAA transfer portal last spring after Mark Pope departed for BYU and then was convinced to come back to UVU by Mark Madsen and his staff is now a grad transfer and has one year of eligibility remaining. Like I said, I think this is a guy, Isaiah White is a guy who I see as almost a, a 
perfect fit for what Mark Pope's got going on at BYU, a grad transfer who already has familiarity with what Pope and company is doing down there at BYU, having played for that staff at UVU. I think he'd make a good fit there. He'll have other suitors. There's no doubt about it. You don't find many guys who enter the NCAA transfer portal averaging 14-8. and eight. Uh, Regardless of how good or bad you think UVU was, those numbers, itself, those numbers alone will get him interest from a bevy of programs at both the high major and mid-major levels. So BYU will have their work cut out for him if they do want to land a guy like Isaiah White. But his familiarity with guys like Cody Fuger as well as Mark Pope should absolutely help BYU in regards to recruiting him and maybe landing him as a grad transfer in this recruiting class. I really feel like BYU's in a good spot right now uh, with their with their roster as a whole. You kind of look at it and say, okay, it's got a pretty good roster, all things considered, after looking like they're going to lose about seven seniors. Well, no, they're not looking like. They're going to lose seven seniors off this year's team. A couple of them were walk-ons, so not all scholarship players, but BYU, I think, has done a good job kind of rebuilding on the fly here. Guys like Spencer Johnson, who's another transfer from Salt Lake Community College coming into BYU. Gideon George from Mexico Military Junior College, if I'm not mistaken, also coming in. So the roster looks pretty good, but one guy, if BYU wants to take a flyer on a guy and really bet on the fact that they can develop his skill is a transfer from the University of Utah. Matthew Van Komen goes by Matt Van Komen, depending on who you talk to. A former prep standout at Pleasant Grove High School in BYU's proverbial backyard. Spent this past season playing for the University of Utah. Played in just nine games. Had averages of like 1.7 points and 1.5 rebounds in his action. Very sparse playing time. Hadn't played since early February for the Utes. Uh, the biggest thing about him is his height. Seven foot four. You heard me right, and he is every bit of that height. Uh, Van Komen uh, had a good career at Pleasant Grove High School. His mother is a former student athlete at BYU, so there should be some draw there, you would think. Uh, I'm not sure what the interest level was before he went to the University of Utah, but I do know BYU had an offer for him at one time. And I wonder at this point if BYU can bet on the fact that, hey, we've got the ability to develop big men here, and they should be able to point to a guy like Kobe Lee if they're going to really recruit Matt Van Komen here and say, Matt, here's what Kobe Colby Lee was before we got here to BYU, and in one year, look what we did with this young man. There's a big credit that goes to Colby Lee for his being willing to work on his skills and really refine his game. There's no doubt about that, but the staff at BYU, guys like Chris Burgess, Mark Pope, guys who have played pro basketball and are big men themselves, what, Pope's pushing 6'11", Chris Burgess 6'10", they can develop big guys. They can get in there and get a little rough and tumble with them because they're still not too far removed from their playing days they can get into the ring so to say and really mix it up with these young men and really develop them so I think a guy like Matt Van Komen who would have to sit a year due to NCAA transfer regulations currently uh, could be a guy that BYU chases as well so there are at least a few targets out there that are local guys because Van Komen from Pleasant Grove and Isaiah White having spent the past two seasons playing for UVU they're guys just down the road for BYU if they want to chase them as transfer targets BYU is also in the mix for guys Nash and they're combing the transfer portal each and every day to see if they can land guys. I reported on my Twitter feed a kid like Isaiah White, a grad transfer from Stanford, a sharpshooting guard. He decided to commit to Cal Baptist last night per Jeff Goodman, uh, who reported that on his Twitter feed last night. So that's one target off of BYU's, I guess, so-called wish list. 
but it looks like BYU does have their options and they should be able to comb through it and find the right guys for them. So I feel like a guy like Isaiah White could be the perfect one and done guy to come in and play a year, finish out his career in style, playing for his former coaching staff. And a kid like Matt Van Komen, he's got to sit out sit out a year anyways as it appears currently. Why not come in, work with two of the premier big men coaches in the country, it appears, and Mark Pope and Chris Burgess, and have them work on your game with you like they did with Colby Lee. They've done with Richard Harward at UVU, etc. They've got a proven track record of developing big guys. I think Matt Van Komen could be their next kind of reclamation project who turns into a, a solid, if not a star player in the BYU system. So there you go. Some of my thoughts on the grad transfer market for BYU basketball. This time of year, it's really all we've got, and a number of guys keep entering the, the transfer portal, so we'll keep, the up, keep you updated on that. And any guys who have BYU interest, we'll be sure to report on them as well. All right, we'll switch gears here in just a second. We're going to talk about a brand new bracket we're going to be doing here over the next week or so as we break down the greatest of all time, the best BYU quarterback in BYU football history. 16 names. Who will be named the GOAT in terms of BYU football legendary status? We'll get to that next. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that Spavia is one of our good friends here on Locked On Cougars, and they want to make sure you guys are taken care of. I know right now it's, it's a downtime. Like I said, we're a lot of us spending time, the social distancing trend, etc. Well, Spavia is still here for you guys in this time of need. Regardless of whatever you need, spa needs, facials, massages, couples massages, whatever you guys need, Spavia has got you taken care of. Give them a call. They can t- let you know what they've got going on right now. 801-424-7566. Let them know you're a Locked On Cougars listener, and they'll help put together the perfect package for you or your special someone that you're trying to take care of. Like I said, they have every bit of every spa need you need. They bring the five-star luxury resort spa feel to everybody and anybody for a reasonable price. I've been to Spavia. I've talked with their ownership. They do a great job. I had the best massage of my life at Spavia, what, about a month ago now? And I have to say, they are absolutely phenomenal. Right now, their best deal they have going is their two gift card deal, which is in its essence, you buy two gift cards, you get a third gift card of equal value for free. So if you buy two $50 gift cards, you get a third one for free from Spavia. It's the best deal they're offering any of our listeners right now. And that's a special offer for Locked On Cougars listeners. Spavia is located at 10261 South State Street in Sandy. It's right near uh, Jordan High School, the Southtown Expo Center. You know exactly where I'm talking about. I guess I should say the Mountain America Expo Center. But check it out, guys. Give them a call, 801-424-7566. Once again, tell them you're a Locked On Cougars listener, and Spavia will make sure you are taken care of. Score points and give the gift of ultimate relaxation and pampering. Give the gift of Spavia. Once again, 10261 South State Street in Sandy, or give them a call, 801-424-7566. All right, guys, it's that time of year. Bracket madness reigns supreme. If you've been on any sports site recently with no live sports going on, brackets really have seemed to just been taking over everything. A lot of rankings of the greatest of all time, current, uh, best players, etc. All kinds of different things going on. And that's no different here on Locked On Cougars. We're going to be doing some fun things over the next few weeks to get you guys through this downtime without sports. And one of them is to do brackets. And I know that BYU basketball, a disappointing end of their season if you expected they would probably be in March Madness and most of the 
projections from this past weekend have BYU making it to the Sweet 16. Obviously not an official bracket from the NCAA, but Joe Lunardi, who I really think is the best in terms of uh, projecting the brackets, uh, has BYU on their way uh, to the Sweet 16 in his 2020 tournament predictions on Twitter. And he had Jake Toulson hitting a 40-footer to beat Seton Hall for BYU to advance. Pretty cool format in terms of that would have come to come to fruition to see something like that go down but he has BYU in the Sweet 16 they'd be back in action in theory this coming Thursday Uh, we'll have more information on that as it gets a little bit closer it's really been kind of fun to track all these people projecting how they think the bracket would have played out including the BYU basketball program but that's not the bracket we're doing here on Locked On Cougars I wanted to go in the football vein of things for our first bracket here we'll do more of them over the coming weeks you guys will be able to weigh in with this because we're going to do this on social media you guys are going to make your votes in this bracket format and whoever has the most votes at the end of the voting window well guess what we move on so we we take that winner and they move on in the bracket so 16 quarterbacks from BYU history I did a thorough analysis I felt like in looking at the top 16 quarterbacks in BYU history some of them are all-time legends others would be solid albeit unspectacular quarterbacks probably in most people's minds but had to put 16 names on here so let's talk about the one seeds to kick things off here and these are three of the goats three of the greats of BYU football history. Number one, Jim McMahon. Number one, T.I. Detmer. Number one, Robbie Bosco. Number one, Steve Young. Are you gonna, who are you going to pick out of those out of those four? Well, guess what? They're going up against the four seeds in this bracket. So Jim McMahon will face off against number four seed Tanner Mangum. Uh, Ty Detmer will face off against former BYU legend Gary Scheide. Steve Young will face off against what might be the first great BYU quarterback, the one that really rose to prominence before uh, Lavelle Edwards' tenure, and that is Virgil Carter. And then Robbie Bosco faces off against the 1990 stalwart Kevin Federick. Now on the two-seed line, we have Steve Sarkeesian, Mark Wilson, Max Hall, and John Beck. I felt like we had a good mix of both legends and more current BYU quarterbacks. And they'll be facing off against the three-seeds in Taysom Hill, who will face off against Sark. Brandon Doman is a three-seed, faces off against number two-seed Mark Wilson. Number two-seed Max Hall takes on John Walsh. And number two-seed John Beck faces off the Mormon rifle himself, Gifford Nilsson. Now, how we're going to do this, how we're going to break down the brackets each day. Well, tomorrow is Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we have four days. So what we're going to do is in each bracket here, we're going to have the first round of voting for the one through four seeds in each one of these brackets. So tomorrow, the bracket will be the, the two voting things you'll be doing is Jim McMahon against Tanner Mangum and Steve Sarkeesian versus Taysom Hill. You'll have 24 hours to vote on this. We'll put it on social media. You'll be able to weigh in with this, make your vote. And whoever has the most votes at the end of the day will move on in the bracket. So if you want an upset for Tanner Mangum to take down one of the legends in Jim McMahon, yeah, in theory, you could jimmy rig this thing and jimmer the poll if you want but that's how we're going to do it day two on wednesday will be uh will be kevin federick against robbie bosco on the one four matchup john beck against gifford nielsen on the two three matchup thursday we'll go to ty detmer against gary shidey in the one four matchup mark wilson versus brandon doman in the two three matchup in that part of the bracket and then friday our final of the first round will be number one seed steve young against number four seed virgil carter number two max hall against number three john wall 
wall. So each day you'll have 24 hours to vote. We'll move on. Next week we will do the quote-unquote Elite Eight of this bracket, get to our Final Four, and then finally we'll have a champion. That's how we're going to do this. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be your guys' opportunity to sound off on who you think the better BYU quarterbacks in BYU history are. Regardless of however you interpret that, I'm going to let you leave that up to your imagination. If you think that uh, Taysom Hill should be high, more highly rated because of all the season and the injuries, you feel like if he would have been healthy for all the year, four years in a BYU uniform, he might be a one or a two seed. Hey, go for it. Have him beat out Sark. I put these down. I kind of felt like, okay, we're going to have a good mix here of guys who are both old-time legends. We're talking the Lavelle era versus guys from the Gary Croton, Bronco Mendenhall Kalani Sitake era. It's going to be kind of fun. I'm excited to bounce back and forth with you guys' ideas. Get your thoughts on this. Feel free to weigh in. You can follow the show anytime on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. We'd love to get your guys' thoughts on this. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. I've put some time into how I kind of went about putting the bracket together. And if you guys have thoughts on it, feel free to weigh in. But like I said, voting begins tomorrow in the top left side of the bracket. You can see the bracket currently on my Twitter feed at Jacob's hatch you've also tweeted it out on the locked on cougars feed as well the top left side of the bracket will be the first day we vote on on tuesday and that's jim mcmahon against tanner mangum and steve sarkeesian against Taysom hill so get ready for that it should be a lot of fun and excited to do this bracket with you guys we'll do this bracket once we're done with this bracket we'll find another bracket to do we'll do byu basketball greatest of all time who knows this is a fun time of year to do stuff like this because a lot of us are used to the brackets being out, the NCAA tournament, the 64-team gauntlet that it is. It's that time of year, and guess what? We are no different here on Locked On Cougars. We're jumping on that train and love to have you guys involved with it. So get ready. It's your opportunity to to make your impact felt in terms of who you think the greatest BYU quarterback is of all time. All right, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news here in just a second. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that listening to this podcast is really easy to do, and you can do it simply with the sound of your voice. You don't need to lift a finger to listen to Locked On Cougars every day. How do you do that? Well, you probably heard me talk about this, but use your smart devices. A lot of you have a smartphone, an iPhone, uh, an Android, Google, whatever you got, smartphone, or you might have a smart speaker at your home or smart speakers in your home. All you got to do is tell those smart devices, play the latest episode of the Locked On Cougars podcast, and we will be right there with you guys. A lot of you guys are working from home, so maybe you don't listen as much as you used to in terms of your commute, etc. Well, when you have some downtime at your house, if you're taking a 15-minute break or a 30-minute lunch, whatever you're doing in your work-from-home routine, well, listen to your podcast during that downtime. Tell your smart device, play the latest episode of Locked On Cougars, and we'll be right there with you guys, making sure that you're up to date on everything you need to know about BYU sports news as well as passing along all of the insider information you cannot find anywhere else. So make sure to check it out. Tell your smart device, play the latest episode of Locked On Cougars, and we'll be right there with you guys, making you the smartest BYU fans in the room. All right, guys, as we wrap up this Monday edition of the show, uh, some news this past weekend, most of you have probably seen this, is a large amount of missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are being sent home from their respective mission areas. Uh, the Philippines, I believe they said 1,600 missionaries that were foreigners uh, were flown home on five commercial flights from the Philippines. Missionaries returning from South America, even here in, in the United States, were in New York City 
where just cases of coronavirus have exploded. It's now the epicenter of the COVID-19 pandemic here in the United States on our shores. Well, missionaries are returning home, and that includes guys, uh, not guys, I guess I should say young men, who are members of the BYU football program, had been serving missions, and now it might make for a little bit of a logistical nightmare for BYU football to kind of get guys back on scholarship, etc. One of those guys who just got home is Jalen Vickers, a former walk-on from East High School. Jalen Vickers just returned home this past weekend. It only been out, I think, what, not even a year. I think he left last May, if I'm not mistaken, uh, returning home early from his mission. I uh, said on Twitter, he tweeted out, quote, words can't describe how grateful I am for the opportunity I had to represent Jesus Christ and to serve the people of NYC. It is for sure a bittersweet feeling, but I know without a doubt that this is God's plan. My life is forever changed, exclamation point, exclamation point. Well, Jalen Vickers had been serving in New York City. He's got just under 12, no, actually, nowhere up over 15,000 cases, if I'm not mistaken, this morning. Just absolutely exploding and a lot of missionaries being sent home early from New York. The interesting part about this is Jalen Vickers, like I said, hasn't even been out a year. And as a former walk-on, he had been slated to receive a scholarship upon return home from his mission. Well, BYU was probably planning on him being home for the 2021 season versus the 2020 season. And that's even if we get a football season that plays out in normal fashion. That's to be debated another time. But interesting to see this because uh, Vickers was a good player, started to emerge late in his uh, first year with the BYU football program during 2018. Uh, the Cougars are already battling up against that 85 scholarship limit and talking with some people, they're actually over that limit and it's going to be interesting to see how they shake things out here. So a kid like Vickers may have to pay his way for at least another year if he wants to play for BYU this fall. He will obviously have to self-quarantine for 14 days and if I'm not mistaken, the way I've read this is most of, this mission, most of these missions missionaries returning home to the states are supposed to self-quarantine for 14 days and if they are symptom free after those 14 days they can be reassigned to a mission here in the united states and continue on with their missionary service if that's what vickers decides to do i don't know what his plan is but he is just kind of the microcosm of what byu football could be facing here in the coming days and months if more and more missionaries return home and our guys who byu had slated in terms of how byu does scholarships they kind of look out two years and say okay this young man will be in the will be in the mix then and that's when we'll get him back on scholarship it's a very interesting uh, situation the BYU football it could be one of those things that you just uh, you never think is ever going to happen and it might be happening this year if everything goes like it has been you hope that we can uh, kind of end the spread of coronavirus we can flatten that curve and life can get back to normal sooner rather than later and we can get a full football season in and not not as many missionaries have to come home from the mission field etc so it lessens the impact on the BYU football program but regardless it is an interesting situation all the way around it is nice to see a kid like Jalen Vickers returning home and by all accounts being healthy like I said he'll have to self-quarantine for the two weeks and you hope that no symptoms show up because New York City is just getting inundated right now with all those cases of COVID-19 and I wish everybody and everybody out there on just as, a, as an aside to this regardless if your your family's been impacted by coronavirus already or if not I hope you guys are all being safe that's the biggest thing is right now we're trying to flatten that curve and just getting our everyday lives back to normal I'm not gonna lie it sucks sitting at home I, I honestly I, I do my radio show so I come into the studios here at the Vivint Smart 
home arena, but then I go right back home and I hang out with my kids all day. And that's not a bad thing, but it's just eventually a little ca- bit of cabin fever sets in. So I'm hoping we can get back to everyday life where we can go out and enjoy things, museums, movie theaters, all the different things, sporting events. I hope we can get back to normal everyday life sooner rather than later. But the only way we do that, and I know that I'm probably just preaching to the choir in many cases, but if not, hopefully I'm getting through to you guys. Stay home as much as possible. That social distancing trend, it's not just some unique thing that be, that our, our government and the CDC is just trying out just to try out. They want us to be safe and they feel like this is the safest way to so-called flatten that curve in terms of the rise of um, cases of coronavirus and get us back to daily life every day. So hopefully you guys are all doing well, but it's just an interesting situation all the way around right now because guys like Jalen Vickers, home from a mission earlier than originally anticipated how will they respond if BYU is not able to give them a scholarship right away it's going to be an interesting interesting case study and we'll make sure to have it covered for you here on Locked On Cougars but I just wanted to say welcome home to a young man like Jalen Vickers and wishing him nothing but the best going forward and like I said hopefully we can get everything taken care of uh, with the coronavirus and we can get a full football season in I'm I, I I'm sitting here just I'm fretting the fact that it's March and people are saying we might not have a college football season. I can't handle that. That's just me. I, like I said, I, I, I need to get out. I need to go out and cover games. I need to be watching sports again. So let's all do our part, be a little more responsible, and hopefully we can flatten this curve and, like I said, get back to normal life here in the relatively near future. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. It is a blast to be with you guys each and every day and can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of this podcast. If you like the show, leave us a rating and review. Uh, somebody didn't like the fact that I had rated – I didn't, I said I wouldn't pick BYU in their football matchup against the University of Utah until they proved it. Give me a one-star review on Apple Podcasts. Whoops. Oh, well. Uh, but I, I apologize. I, I didn't mean to offend you that badly. But if you do like the show, leave us maybe a five-star review. Make up for that one-star review we got over the weekend. It's, it's, it, here's the thing. I love doing this podcast every day, and you guys make my world go around, really. You can ask my wife. I She says, go do your podcast, and that's what I enjoy doing every day is talking BYU sports. And even without the actual sports going on, I've made a promise to you guys it will be with you every day, and I will stick to that for as long as I'm humanly possible as long as humanly possible to do so at some point maybe the sports news will run out before we get back to having sports in our lives and we have to shorten up the podcast etc but right now we've got all kinds of news and we are not stopping anytime soon we'll be with you guys every day like I said hopefully throughout the entirety of however long this uh this quarantine period lasts and I'm just I'm thankful to all of you guys who have joined the podcast community weigh in with us leave us questions etc it is so much fun to be with you guys each and every day and can't thank you guys enough for taking the time to download this show each and every day all right i've blathered on too long here so we'll wrap it up thanks again for joining us like i said make sure you follow the show on facebook instagram and twitter at locked on cougars and make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode of this podcast we'll be back with you guys soon hopefully you guys all have a great monday this has been the locked on cougars podcast for march 23rd 2020 and we will talk to you tomorrow.